Hello, reader. I'm Alex. I'm Kelly. And this is the Litroy Podcast. All right. Welcome back, readers, to a fun Friday. Fun Friday. Friday. This is part two of 2023 books that should be on your TBR list and are on our TBR list. Some of them we've already read. Some of them are on our list to read in the next coming months. I'm going to jump in and we're going to start with number 12 on the list, uh, which is The Fragile Threads of Power by V.E. Schwab. So this is book one in V.E. Schwab's Threads of Power series. V.E. Schwab is one of those authors that I just feel like Mm. is a brilliant and very unique author. When you read their works, you know exactly that you're reading V.E. Schwab. Yeah. And and I love it. This one specifically is amidst a tapestry of old friends and new enemies, a girl with an unusual magical ability comes into possession of a device that could change the fate of all four worlds. Her name is Tess, and she's the only one who can bring them together or unravel it all. So this has LGBT representation. It will be book one in a trilogy. It is a, an adult fantasy and there is magic and it's in the world right so of the darker shade of the magic. darker shade of magic world that's it's a, we're coming back to it and so she's oh, sort of like this yes. uh, that's what they're alluding to here is that there are these four fates that can the red the, the gray yeah. the white and the black londons and so and then this, tess is just here to mess it all up and I don't then know. tess comes in drops a grenade boom there's a book i love it oh. love it okay Number 13 is Bookshops and Bone Dust Yay. by Travis Baldry, which is book zero in the Legends and Latte series. So Legend, La- Legend and Lattes comes out. It kind of blows up, has this like cult following. Yes. This cozy read that I've heard so much about. And then Bookshops and Bone Dust uh, comes out, which is the prequel to it. I loved Legends and Lattes, by the way, like highly recommend. And so I'm very excited about this one. Okay, a little bit about bookshops and bone dust. When an injury throws a young, battle-hungry orc off her chosen path, she may find that what she needs isn't always what we seek. This is a low-stakes fantasy that delivers exactly what's advertised, a wholesome, cozy novel that feels like a warm hug. Oh, mm-hmm. it's like Olaf in a book. I'm loving this. Uh, but romantic. So, a little bit with the orcs. Yeah, so it's a prequel to Legends and Lattes. Fantasy, cozy, first love, books about books, I believe. And I heard this term, which I had not heard before. It's called a gaslight fantasy. Gas lamp or gaslight. They're interchangeable. Fascinating. Um, And it's a subgenre of fantasy and historical fiction. Generally speaking, this is sort of a realm of fantasy that employs Victorian or Edwardian setting. I love this. I love that I just learned that. I was like, that's like a book nerd fact I'm going to take away. So, all right. So that's number 13. Awesome. Okay. Number 14 is Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies by Heather Fawcett. I'm so excited to read this one. Obviously, fairies with an exclamation mark. Like, yes, it is a romance, has folktales, magic, and cozy mystery. And so I feel like that combination alone is enough for me to put this on my list I will read a description real quick for any of you who are still on the fence. A curmudgeonly professor, curmudgeonly, (laughs) I'm like, that's a funny word. Professor journeys to a small town in the far north to study fairy folklore. And it's literally my dream come true. study fairy folklore? (laughs) Yes. And discovers dark fae magic, friendship, and love in the start of the heartwarming and enchanting new fantasy series. This is like if I could describe my life and what I want it to be, (laughs) it would be that book description. So top of the list, Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies by Heather Fawcett. 
I love that. Sounds like cottage core. So ha- happy about this. I was like, they traveled to a land in the north to yeah. learn about fairies and magic is discovered. Yeah. The cover on this book is beautiful too. Oh, so. yes. It is catnip for me. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Kel. Okay, take number it away. 15 is Starling House by Alex E. Harrow. Okay, again, this one I haven't read yet. It's like so close on my TBR. I've heard so many incredible things about it, and I can't give you too much of a description or else it actually gives things away. Love it. But the short description I have is it's a grim and gothic new tale about a small town haunted by secrets that can't stay buried and the sinister house that sits at the crossroads of it all. So this is an adult gothic horror fantasy with a little bit of romance and it's kind of considered a dark fairy tale. So especially around this time of year for me, I'm that's like all my major words that I love to see in one book. Yes. I'm very excited about getting to read this. Again, covers, gorgeous. It matters. I'm sorry. Covers can matter to me. Well, I feel like the content of a book inspires a cover. Yeah. And so when you have something really enchanting, you're like, mm, I just want to be sucked right in. Number 16 on our list of 2023 reads is A Day of Fallen Night by Samantha Shannon. So this is Roots of Chaos series book number zero. Mm-hmm. It's a prequel. So in The Day of Fallen Night, Samantha Shannon sweeps readers back to the universe of Priory of the Orange Tree. And I know we're all happy to be there. <laughs> and into the lives of four women, showing us a course of events that shape their world for generations to come. I loved Priory of the Orange Tree, so I'm very excited to return to that world. It is, of course, an epic fantasy Mm -hmm. with those dragons still there. And then this does have LGBT queer representation, which is also important for readers, I know. Yeah. And I was looking because I was curious, like, what should you read first? And uh, so Samantha Shannon on her somewhere, either on Goodreads or her website, mentions that she's like, if you want to do it chronologically without having any spoilers, then read this first. Brilliant. So read A Day of Fallen Night before you jump into Priory of the Orange Tree. Oh, I love that. And maybe we can catch a few listeners and have them, they can read it in that order. Yeah. All right. Number 17, personal favorite, uh, Things We Left Behind by Lucy Score. And this is uh, the final book in the Knockmount series, which is a romance series. Yes. Um, the Things We Left Behind was book one. And this one... Okay, so, you know, and a lot of times in these romances, they have these set of friends, right? And it feels like each friend gets their story. Mm-hmm. And this is no different. There is uh, this group of friends in this small town. And this one is about the final friend, Lucy. And he is a character that pops up in both the other two books that I have been anxiously awaiting for this one. And it says, the description, there was only one woman who could set me free but I would rather set myself on fire than ask Sloan uh, Walton for anything. Broken men break women. I was broken and she was beautiful. It's the second time that uh, Lucien ruthlessly cut Sloan out of his life. There's no way she's going to give him a third chance. He's just going to have to make one for himself. So this is another like childhood friends of an event. Then turns enemies to lovers. There's lots of spice in these books. Uh, it's the end of the series, which has been a huge phenomenon. And I've been seeing a lot of comments from people that it's like, yes, finally, like finally. getting the story from Lucy. Like that's his, his nickname. It. So very excited about that one. And um, how much spice would you say is in it? Um, I'm going to say like the scenes that are in there are probably at least a three to three and a half. Nice. But there's a lot more story. Yes. So this is definitely more about the story. On it's the- very plot driven. Correct. I'm excited. I'm diving into those that trilogy over Christmas break. So you won't regret it. One, two, and three. (laughs) Boom. I'm so excited. Okay, perfect. So now for number 18 on the list, A Curse for True Love by Stephanie Garber. It's 
Once Upon a Broken Heart, book number three. That trilogy is wrapping, wrapping up. Stephanie Garber, author of Caraval, author of The Once Upon a Broken Heart. I love her enchanting worlds that she builds. So in this one specifically is about two villains, one girl, and a deadly battle for happily ever after. Evangeline Fox, which is just like a fantastic name of a character. Evangeline Fox ventures to the magnificent north in search of her happy ending, and it seems as if she has it. Blood will be shed, hearts will be stolen, and true love will be put to the test in a curse for true love. The breathlessly anticipated conclusion to Once Upon a Broken Heart trilogy. So obviously, YA fantasy, romance, vampires, yeah, which I didn't see coming, vampires. <laughs> and since Legendary, Jack has been shrouded in mystery. Now readers will have the true origins of this notorious Prince of Heart and his curse. So yeah. I'm reading it for that. That would be enough for me to say yes. And just the fact that it's a romance YA fantasy with vampires is just like, that's our roots. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Twilight so, roots, you know? Most definitely. Okay, perfect. Going on to number 19 is Happy Place with Emily Henry. I mean, Emily Henry's just kind of swept the nation, I feel oh, yeah. like, with all of her romance books. And Happy Place is no exception. Uh, this book is about a couple who broke up months ago, pretending to still be together for their annual week-long vacation with their best friends in this glittering and wise new novel from Emily Henry. I'm all, in what world would I do that? <laughs> all my best in friends. In Emily I'm Henry's like, world. I'm all, I love this because there's automatic tension, right? Right, right. away, be, right when you get it started on the book. Uh, it's contemporary romance. We've got the fake dating trope. And she is such an incredible author. Her other books, Book Lovers, People We Meet on Vacation and Beach Read, they're all fabulous. I'd recommend all of them. Yep. Me too. I'm, she's an automatic read for me yeah. when it comes to romance and authors. Number 20 in our list is Yellow Face by R.F. Huang. This book is an adult contemporary, also a mystery thriller, and it is a book about books. So if that's your go-to, this book has it all. This is by the bestseller author of Babel. And I'm you've probably recognized this book by the bright yellow cover. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what it's about. White lies, dark humor, deadly consequences— Best-selling sensation Juniper Song is not who she says she is. She didn't write the book she claims she wrote. And she is most certainly not Asian-American in this chilling and hilariously cutting novel. Yellowface takes on questions of diversity, racism, and cultural appropriation not only in the publishing industry, but the persistent erasure of Asian-American voices and history by Western white society. So I have heard... Definitely from the bookish community that this book can be a little controversial or it can cover tough topics. And I think it's just one of those books that I'm really excited to dive into and to talk with all of my friends and mm -hmm. readers about. Because I love books that challenge us yeah. and that make us uncomfortable, make us think differently. And this one for sure needed to be on our list because I think it's it's kind of important to be uncomfortable sometimes and to for ask sure. important questions. So. It was a delicate topic, and I feel like she handled it really well. And, that, you know, that's why it's controversial. But mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, she handled it in a way that you're able to have the discussion around it, but it's just not a comfortable topic. Yep. And so that's kind of why I think there's some controversy with people who either really liked it or had a hard time with it. Yeah, which I love. But I'm all perfect book club book right there. Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right, guys, we're down to our last two. We couldn't end at 20. We had 22. So yep. here's your little extras. All right, number 21 on the list. 
Cassandra Clare's had a great year. We have Chain of Thorns, which is the final book in the Last Hours series. So again, this one, I don't want to give too much away by what it's about because you don't want to spoil it. But James and Cordelia must save London, of course, right? And yeah, their marriage. In this fiendishly <laughs> romantic conclusion, the Last Hours series, if Cordelia and her friends are going to save their city and their families, they will have to muster the courage, swallow their pride, and trust one another again. For if they fail, they may lose everything, even their souls. Dun, dun, dun. I know, Cassandra is such a great writer. And this is a YA, kind of a dark fantasy. This is, again, set in almost like 1800s London time period. Paranormal things are happening. It's the last book in the series, there's LGBTQ representation. And I... I'm like, I, Cassandra's just an automatic read for me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, of course I will read these, yeah. you know? And so she ended her series uh, in, earlier in the year. And then she just started her new series, which is The Sword Catcher, right. which is her first book, which is not in the Shadowhunter world. Yep. So I'm very excited to wrap up the Shadowhunters and yeah. kind of just have like a little like going away party. Yeah. Fun. I know. I love the Shadowhunters. All right. Take it home. All right. 22. The Ashes and the Star-Cursed King by Carissa Broadbent. This is the conclusion to the Nightborn duet, perfect for fans of From Blood and Ash and A Court of Thorns and Roses. So it definitely has that that YA, or not YA, that new adult fantasy mm-hmm. element to it. Um, it actually was a viral TikTok sensation, The Serpent and the Wings of Night. Oh, yeah, book and, one. Uh-huh, and The Ashes and the Star-Cursed King has... All of the fun of that A Court of Thorns and Roses feeling, but it also has like a twilight appeal to it. Oh, yeah. And so I think it's it's just all around, I feel like it has enough in it that our, our listeners who are into yeah. romance and into fantasy would enjoy it. And this is the series that's recommended a lot if you also like Fourth Wing. Yes. So perfect way to end. It's where we started. Full circle. Fourth Wing. <laughs> to ashes all right we just gave you 22 (laughs) new books to add to your tbr if you haven't read them yet that's the conclusion i guess of our 2023 books that you should read if you haven't already happy fun friday fun friday fun friday all right reader thank you for listening to the lit joy podcast make sure to rate and review us and like a good book don't forget to recommend us to your friends